The Leaderpreneur Show, Episode 10, The Mentee-Mentor Relationship. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends, to The Leaderpreneur Show, the podcast for leaders to deepen their knowledge while exploring an entrepreneurial journey to start a thriving online business of their own. My name is Stephen Faust, and I'm here with my great and good friend, Michael Tanner. Hey, Michael, how's it going this week? Stephen, I'm good, man. How are you? I am doing great, my friend. What is going on? Well, hey, listen, I thought we would talk this week about mentors. Uh, wow, okay. Oftentimes asked this question and, and, uh, I'm asked to be a mentor for some, from occasionally. And then I seek mentors and, uh, but I'm oftentimes asked this question of how do I find a mentor? How do I secure a mentor? Uh, and so I thought we'd talk about that, uh, a few aspects of that, how to identify a mentor and approach them. And, and, and well, maybe we should start with why is it even important that you have a mentor? Do you have any thoughts on why would someone even need a mentor? Well, I'll tell you, the topic of mentors is an interesting one. And, and I know uh, for both of us, we've had mentors and we've been mentors. So it's, it's a unique relationship that I think more people should take advantage of. Uh, if, yes. if you find the right mentor, life can be so much more just satisfying and your professional right. life and you can get to where you're going much quicker and more effectively with fewer mistakes. And the th reasons I think you need a mentor is because it's because you want to learn from someone who's already been there and done that. Right. Right. They yeah. they have lived in many many cases, the journey, the life that you want to live. And they, they may be slightly ahead of you. They may be years ahead of you. But the reality is, is they're ahead of you with different experiences and different yeah. views of how to think about things and to, to be able to, to pick those uh, folks brain and, yeah. and to be able to ask questions and to be able to get feedback and creating that relationship. It, it is such a great thing that I would recommend so many folks do out there. But uh, to me, that that's why that having a mentor relationship is, is so critical these days. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I look at it from this standpoint of, you know, the journey through your career, the journey through ship and life and so forth. It's, it's difficult enough, but it's even more difficult to think, well, I've got to do this on my own all alone. I've got to figure this out. Other people have already figured a lot of these things out. Also, like you say, and they're already out in front of us. So a lot of challenges and things like that, they've already faced in some way, you know, and, and in some cases they faced them and failed. And sometimes their input to you on some of their failures is just as valuable as their input on what to do and how to do things to succeed, right? So not only do you want their advice on, well, what might succeed, what do you know that will fail? Um, and so just getting that input from other people and, and not feeling like, well, I'm going through this alone is invaluable. Um, and, you know, especially when you have a person that I think you alluded to this, that you know has been there. You admire the way that they have succeeded through that. 
and you just respect and trust them having their input into your difficult situations is crucial. And, you know, to me that, that takes us into, well, how do I even identify who should be my mentor? Do you have some thoughts there? Yeah. Who, who it's, it's, it's interesting because almost anybody that's ahead of you on a journey could potentially be a mentor in different areas, but it's, it's people that you connect with. It's people that you respect, highly respect. You trust them. They are folks that you have observed their journey from some vantage point, maybe not directly as a, a direct report of theirs, but maybe you've been off to the side in an adjacent business or uh, in a similar uh, field, but you have recognized and seen them, their performance, their results, the way that they interact with people, the way they lead people, the way that they, uh, that people gravitate towards them. And you've had an opportunity to meet them perhaps in a, in a professional or a social setting that if you walk up to them, they won't look at you and scratch their head and go, I don't, I don't even know who you are. Right. So it can't be like that. There's gotta be a basis for this. And it can be through an introduction uh, from someone, or it could be from uh, maybe a, 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 a more uh, thin relationship that you've had with them over time, but it's definitely somebody you look up to and respect, you trust, you have seen the things that they've done and you want to also do those things and accomplish those results too. So those are the types of people that I would be looking. I just wouldn't pick somebody out of the crowd and go, Oh, this guy or lady looks like they can get some stuff done. So eh, they'll be my mentor. doesn't work like that. What are your thoughts? No, I totally agree with that. You know, I've seen a couple of uh, organized mentorship programs that failed and where they failed is they try to assign a mentor Mm. and a mentee. And oftentimes they're trying to assign those mentors and mentees uh, as a reflection of the org chart in some way. Right. Um, And so you have that mandatory assignment of these two people getting together for the purpose of mentoring and and it just doesn't work. And primarily it doesn't work because of what you were talking about. The, the trust and the respect factor may not be there in that situation. Now, now maybe it is, you know, maybe you have someone that's two layers above you in the org chart, you know, them, you trust them, you respect them. And, and so it, it can work, but I'm not at all a fan of this mandatory, you know, coupling of a, of a mentee and a mentor. I really believe that the mentee, needs to seek out the mentor and they need to place the highest priority on an individual that you trust and respect. Uh, Just like you were saying, title is one thing. Yeah. You want somebody that's kind of farther along than you and so forth, but just having a position or a title that you aspire to, that's not enough. That person has to be someone you trust and respect because here's the deal. If you have a really, really good mentor There's going to come a time where they're going to give you a piece of advice or suggest that you do something and you're either not going to want to do it or there's going to be some element of that advice that you don't even believe. But because you trust them and you respect them, you'll do it anyway. But if you're in a relation or in a mentoring relationship with someone that you don't trust and respect, it's just that, you know, they hold a position that you are aspiring to and they give you that same advice you probably won't do it. 
And it's because that level of trust and respect is not there. So when you ask me, who should I look for to be my mentor? It's someone that you hold the utmost of trust and respect in and that's further along in whatever journey you're, you're looking for. So that's, that's my key to who is trust and respect. It sounds like the same for you. Yeah, it is. And I'll give you an example. When I was in the Army uh, back, um, uh, and this was, I'd say, 1987, possibly. I was in Korea. And I was a, um, uh, I worked in aerospace and was a, a structural mechanic. And I was always kind of um, uh, a hard hardcore driver. I wanted to, I wanted to be successful. I, I wanted to win. I wanted to get promoted. And I, I hung out with a lot of people that were more, eh, you know, we'll just kind of see how this thing goes. And that just, just, just wasn't my personality type. So I had a staff sergeant in the army. His name was staff sergeant West Bay. I remember him like yesterday. And he was in the same career field that I was in. He was two levels of rank higher than I was. And this guy, there was something about him that I connected with. He was engaged. He was a good leader. He was a a thinker about how to how to get ahead in life and how to get ahead in the army and how to get promoted. And, and he was doing more than everybody else. And he was asking for the hard assignments. And I just observed him and I knew him because I had worked for him uh, at one point. And I went up to him and I just said, man, I really see what you're doing. How can you you coach me? How can, how can I, uh, be a part of a relation. I didn't even know what to call it back then, back in the eighties. Right. right. It wasn't just a yep. term that I, that I used, but, but, but what happened was, is over a period of months, he took me under his wing and I have never uh, realized that level of rapid improvement and my way of thinking and performing and positioning of myself to get ahead in the army as much as my time I spent under his wing. So when I think about the impact of a mentee-mentor relationship, I always go back to that example in my head because it was such such a, a life-changing experience for me. And, and I'm assuming like you as well, when you have that mentor in your life that first time, you never forget that because of the impact they have on you. Would you agree with that? Oh, it's incredible impact. I mean, it, and it's not just, it's not just the tangible things that a, a good mentor can give you. Yes, they can give you good advice. Yes, they can give you advice that comes from experience and wisdom and things like that. But even it's the intangible, the confidence that comes along yes. with knowing that you've got some good, solid, sound advice. The, the confidence that comes with knowing that you have received some wisdom that comes from experience, the confidence that comes from knowing, well, you've got somebody in your corner just cheering you on. Exactly. Uh, So it's the tangible advice you get, but also those intangible things that makes, uh, you know, that, that relationship incredibly valuable as you go through the journey of, of leadership or life or, you know, anything in general, Uh, it's invaluable. And he believed in me, right? He, he believed in me. He, he was, he was to your point, he was a cheerleader. he, he was as excited about me getting better and figuring these things out 
he was as excited, I think, as I was. And he was cheering me on. He was coaching me up. He was there for me. And to me, I've never experienced the impact uh, like I did in that moment because it was the first time. It was the first time I had experienced that. So I didn't know what to expect, but wow, what an impact it had on my life. Totally agree. Well, and so I think what we need to lead into, and I'm sure what a lot of the audience, the question that they're now having their mind is, well, okay, well, how? All right. Uh, I know why it's important. And you told me who to go find, but but now how do I approach them? And I, I love how you talked about uh, approaching, uh, st- what was the staff sergeant's name again? West Sorry. Bay. West Bay. Yeah. So I loved how you you talked about approaching staff sergeant West Bay. And because I think it aligns with what I believe to be the most effective way to approach a mentor. Because uh, here's what I know. If you go to a mentor and say, hey, can we put a recurring meeting on our calendar once a month so I can spend an hour with you and just, you know, dump on you all my problems and you tell me how to solve them. If you do that, nobody's going to sign up to be your mentor. Uh, that's not the strategy. Yeah, they'll avoid you like the plague. Right, right. But instead, what you want to do, you've already identified this person as somebody that you trust and respect. And you want to go to them much in the same way it sounded like you did. You want to go to them and say, look, I see what you're doing. I respect and I trust the things that you are doing. I would love to run this scenario by you and get your advice. Stop, period, at the end of that. Right. right. That's it. You're not asking for once a month, once a week, whatever. I see what you're doing and I so respect it. I've got this one scenario. I'd love to run by you and get your advice. Boom. That's it. And nine times out of 10, yeah, sure. Let's, let's put something on the calendar and let's get together and do that. And it sounds like that's what you did with staff Sergeant West Bay. Yeah, it is. And you know, when I think about what you're saying, I think about to be a good mentee, uh, when you go to a mentor, again, like you said, it's not to dump problems on. It's not a therapy right. session, right? Right. Being a being in that relationship isn't about therapy, isn't about, you know, laying on a couch and getting told all the things that aren't going well. And no, you have first got to be willing to help yourself. So true. Right. So You've got to be yep. disciplined enough and you have to have a low enough ego to to. A, help yourself, and B, when given feedback, you have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone and try things and do things that you would not have normally done, so right? True. Because that's that's a, a benefit of a mentor is that they're going to challenge you in ways and they're going to cause you to think differently and they're going to ask you to take actions that you may not normally take or you're frankly not comfortable in taking. And that's the value of that relationship. And so finding those folks, when I think of where do you find mentors, they can be, they can be all around you or they can be nowhere. It just depends on how you approach it. And I think that, that within your organization, and I agree with you, it's these forced marriages of mentee mentors that get put together. Now, sometimes they work, but you know, Sometimes they don't. And there's a lot of effort and energy that goes into kind of a forced relationship that you're kind of rolling the dice on a little bit. Right. So my belief is like yours, that the person that's looking to build, build their uh, knowledge and skill set and growth and development through a mentor and their life 
look around at those folks that have done what you want to do. And they may be in your organization. They may be, uh, they could be your boss, your leader. They could be someone else's leader. They could be in another company that is totally not related to yours, but the way they've handled their business that um, maybe you've had an introduction to that there's a way to approach them and which, which is a good point. So uh, when you go up to somebody, what do you, what do you think when you go up to somebody and you say, Hey man, I want to, I want you to mentor me. Is that, is that the right approach? How how do you even approach them with with that question? Do you think? Yeah. So like I said, it's not, don't go to them and and ask for this series of meetings. You go to them and ask, you know, again, out of, out of respect and trust for your, you know, your advice. I want to run this one scenario. Now I want to be clear here. I recognize a mentoring relationship requires more than one meeting. Yes. So I'm not talking about doing this just one time, but what, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go in and you're going to, you know, out of respect, I, I love what you're doing. I respect what you're doing. I'd love to run this scenario by you, get your advice. Nine times out of 10, they're going to say yes. And then they're going to give you advice on that scenario. You're going to go in well-prepared in that one meeting that you have with them. And they're going to give you advice on that scenario. The most important thing for you to do is then do whatever advice they've given you and then report back to them. So here's how this plays out. You give them a scenario. They give you a piece of advice in this one meeting that you have with them. Great. Thank you. And you walk away from that meeting. You go and do whatever they've told you to do. And then you report back to them. Hey, you gave me this advice. I did that. I just want to, here's how it came out. You know, I'd love to share another scenario with you. And before you know it, you are having multiple of these. And and eventually what you'll find is eventually you get into just a recurring, um, you know, cadence with your meetings, but you start with one meeting. I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to report back to you the success I had with doing that advice and ask Maybe it's a follow on to the same scenario, or maybe now it's a new scenario. But after just a few times of that, then you'll find yourself in that cadence and that recurring mentoring relationship. Yeah, you keep that the up. The important thing to do is do it. You, you bet. And if you keep doing that, you're going to find yourself in a mentor mentee relationship if you keep uh, following that advice. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and, you know, I think about, um, about uh, uh, those types of relationships and, and if you're a mentor, so are the leaders out there who are listening, who might have someone junior to them, come up to them and, and ask them for advice, you know, make sure you're serving them well too, right? Make sure yes. you're coaching them well. And it's very flattering as a leader when people come up and say, you know, I've been watching you and following you. And right. I think you're someone who can really help guide or direct me in certain things that I'm doing. And I have a couple of questions for you. I find it very flattering and, and I go out of my way to help and serve those folks. You know, I just, I just love stuff like that. And, and just to be part of their growth and development, I go out of my way. I'll take whatever extra time is needed. I will I will um, schedule the meetings. I will do what I can do to help them because a lot of times they're nervous about coming and asking the questions. They don't want to yes. impose. They don't want. So to get, to get that 
either courage or that that desire to actually put what they're thinking into action and and approach you it's yeah. ve- it's very very flattering and i think it's a it's a it's incumbent on us as a leader to really do what we can do to serve them oh no that's a that's a very good point and 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 that's exactly why i propose to approach a mentor in that way is because yeah you're not doing it for the sake of falsely flattering them and and so forth but you got to recognize human nature is when you come to someone and say, and I respect what you're doing, I'd love to get your advice. That's going to be the key to them saying yes to that first right. meeting, right? It's just, oh, well, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, flattery is a very good word for it. That's what's going to drive them to say, yeah, I want to do that. And that's what's going to drive them to, to be all in and give you the yes. best of them as a mentor. Uh, but I'll tell you, the only thing more flattering than that is, when they come back and say, I took your advice, I did that, and this is what happened. Bam. And now, and now I want more advice. That's even more flattering, and that's why it works to, you know, when, when you ask the question, how do I get a mentor, and you start it with one uh, meeting, you got to be asking yourself, how do I keep a mentor after that? And the answer to that is just keep following the advice that they're giving you. Report back to them the results. And then ask for more advice. Yeah, that's, um, that's and, great. And that's the mentoring process. Listen to their advice, follow it, report back, and ask for more. Yeah, agreed. And, and when they start seeing the results you're getting, right, it's going to mean a lot to them as the mentor. And it, sh- it should mean a ton to you as the mentee. And now what you have is a, I think you called it the cadence of this relationship that, right can now flourish and just to, to sit back as a mentor and, and watch people on these journeys. I just, it, it's, I find it just so inspiring to me. And you yes. know, also people around you will see something change in you, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. And people you work yes. with will look around and go, what is Johnny doing over there? Right. What's right. Johnny doing? He's What's over there. Secret? Exactly. I need to get some of what Johnny's doing. Right. And they'll start talking to Johnny and Johnny will start being kind of a peer coach to them yep. going, Hey, you know, here's what I'm doing. This is working for me. Now don't go uh, gobble up my mentor's time because I got me a mentor now. <laughs> so, you know, the, it will inspire them, I think, to see the change in them and then look at that and how they can do that for themselves. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, you know, the the mentor-mentee relationship, it has a multiplication effect. It, it, it doesn't at all remain just the two of you in most cases, right? Um, as a mentor, once you have one mentee, I promise you're going to be willing to do more as, as you possibly can uh, just because of the, the, the encouragement and motivation and all you get from it as a mentor. Yes. But then as a mentee, to your point, uh, you, you are going to advise others to go find a mentor, but you're also going to become, you're, you're going to start to become mentors right. to others as well. That's uh, right. So it definitely has a multiplication effect. And they, and they, sh- you should, you should reciprocate, right? Because totally. it, you, you pay it forward. You, you help others like you were helped and this circle of life continues professionally. And, um, 
and we're, we're all better for it, I think. So it, it, have, have we unpacked that pretty good, you think? Or I think so. I oh, hope yeah. we've, I hope we've uh, convinced everybody that they need to find them a mentor and given them good advice on how to go find one. I agree. And so before, and keep yeah, I, I agree. So I know before we jump in behind the scenes, just as a segue from that, if, if people are interested in, and learning more about how to, uh, how to do that, or, or if you're interested in some, in some uh, coaching or feedback yourself, I know you can reach out to Michael through his credibleleaders.com website, and he will be glad to connect with you on a phone call or a zoom call and, uh, help unpack things going on in your professional life or, or just life in general and, um, help walk you through a few things. So I'd encourage you to reach out to Michael directly at credibleleaders.com. And I offer similar, similar, um, service. So you can hit us up on leaderpreneurshow.com and, uh, you can see the links at the top of the page We are always willing and really enjoy connecting with our listeners and helping out in any way we can. Yeah, we, we tend to call it coaching. Uh, but, uh, you know, either way it's, it's the same thing, right? I mean, we're wanting to serve in any way that we can to offer that, uh, that wisdom, that, uh, experience and that advice uh, yeah. to those that, uh, that would be, uh, uh, in the audience. Yeah. And when, and when you do that, absolutely. And, um, and when you're over on the website at leaderpreneurshow.com, just go ahead and hit the subscribe button while you're there. We would love to have you just as a member of our ongoing regular audience for this podcast. That is great advice. That is, that is great advice. That's almost like mentoring advice. <laughs> it is. Right? So let's jump behind the scenes just for a couple of minutes here. Uh, I yeah, know we're sure. I know we're in this holiday period, but that doesn't mean life comes to a screeching halt. We continue down the road of the entrepreneurial journey and and working through our online uh, businesses of coaching and leadership coaching and consulting and some of the things that, that we aspire to do in our life and transition to at some point. But just in the last week, I'll share a couple of things that I've, I've been up to. So as you know, Michael, I, I have the aerospaceleader.com website and part of my lead magnet, I know we've talked about lead magnets and lead magnets in past episodes and how we're using lead magnets to grow our email list so we can build deeper connections with folks over time. And for me, I have a, um, a maintenance, repair, and overhaul, an aerospace leadership uh, course. Uh, it's a completely 100% free complimentary course on how to take a underperforming MRO, maintenance, repair, and overhaul business, uh, and get them performing again in less than seven days. So one of the things that I've been doing is creating this what I'm calling a mini course on MRO breakthrough performance. And the progress I've made just recently is I've created, I've completed the slide deck. I've went in over the last few days and re and recorded between a seven and 12 minute audio section that will be narrated on top of the slides, these right. six lessons for this course. So a, I wanted to, to, to be quick hitting, not an hour long, you know, slides or, or audio, but to be quick hitting so people right. can get in, get out, get a couple of good points, learn something and move on with their life. So I have these six lessons. I've recorded all six of the, the audio tracks. I've got all the slides completed. I'm in the process. I'd say about 50% done editing 
editing the uh, audio files and, you know, taking the ums and the ahs and the spaces and the breaths and all the things out that we don't like to hear and uh, maybe more professionally produced audio. So I've done that. And now my next steps over the next few days will be putting the slides and the audio tracks into a software package called Camtasia that I use to marry all of those features and things up. And then I will be loading that onto my Kajabi website and uh, completing that course. I will make that course then available for uh, folks that I go out and market to as a lead magnet to get folks to, to provide an email address in return for a six lesson mini course in MRO breakthrough performance. So that's what I've been working on and working through as well as just, just thinking about how to, to, to follow on and, and complete the goals for 2020 that I know we've been talking about. And it's okay. something we'll be doing over the next few weeks and we'll be sharing more of that with our listeners, but uh, that's kept me pretty busy this week. What about you? Yeah, no, it sounds like it's kept you pretty busy. Yeah. I, I, there's a, there's a lot of hard work into doing that. And, and I, I recognize that all the hard work that's in that. And, but, but here's the thing. I mean, this is just a super example of service to those we're trying to, you know, to serve here. Right. I, I mean, you're doing all this work um, in putting together this course and you already have that in a written form. You, you already have that in an ebook. That's correct. Um, and, and now you're making it in a video course and you're doing so because you recognize some of the audience likes to read. Okay. So they're going right. to get your ebook and they're going to read it. Others would prefer to watch an online course where maybe they can do some exercises along the way. And so you're putting it in that format as well. And so this is just another example of serving our audience in multiple different ways so that we can best, you know, suit our content to the way that they want to consume it. Yeah. And so agreed. I love what you're doing and 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 the audience has got to love the fact that you're giving the this to them in the form of a written ebook or a video course for free. Uh, so I highly recommend you got to go get it. Uh, I, I, as soon as that video course is available, you've got to announce it here. I will. So that our audience knows to go and get it. I'll absolutely do that. So thanks. And you know, another thing we've been talking about is, and for those of you who may not know, haven't listened to some of the previous episodes, first of all, go and subscribe leaderpreneurshow.com. Got to subscribe to the show and listen to those, that catalog of back episodes. I think this is, is this episode 10 for us, Michael? Are we in double digits? I think, I think this is episode 10. I think so. I, I mean, you keep talking. You're going to look it up. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty, keep, it could be nine, but I think it's 10. Could be nine, but I, no, I, I'm pretty sure I'd go 90% on it's 10. Let me see here. He's looking it up. He's looking it up feverishly here. I'll look at that. Okay. But you know, what I'm thinking of is, is we, before our call each week, we have a mastermind group and the two of us sit down for typically an hour before we hit the record button and do this episode, we sit down and we talk more in depth and, and much more detail about a, the behind the scenes that we share tidbits of here. And uh, for us, our goal, our desire is to take our two-person group, find like-minded, like-minded, and he's giving me the, either that's two high fives or you're telling me we're on episode 10. 
No, this is 10, big man. All we right. I love it. Digits. I love it. I love it. I love it. 10, episode 10. That's, that's a milestone, my friend. It is. It is. We should celebrate. Yeah, that's great. We haven't missed a week. So that's phenomenal. And um, so during our mastermind group, we sit down and we unpack at a much more detailed level through our, through our individual hot seats, through our wins of the week. We talk about our business, our struggles, the things that are going well. We pour our heart and soul into each other and our journeys and provide ideas and feedback and suggestions and and listen and, and be accountable to each other and challenge each other to get better. So we are looking to take our two person group that we've been operating. And we were talking about this earlier. I think it's it could be four to five months now. Uh, I'm not sure, but I know it's at least four months. So we've been, it's probably closer to five. I think you're right. So four to five months, we'll just say five months. So our five month relationship, we're looking to add a a third person because you can't get to four five and six until you get number three. And, and I know that um, you and I have had a couple of conversations this week and I know that you've had some dialogue um, with a potential number three. Can, can you fill, fill our listeners in on kind of where we're at and kind of the next steps we're considering? Yeah, you know, I've, I've mentioned on here a number of times some efforts to try to get better known out in the world. And, and some of that uh, effort included uh, guest appearances on other podcasts and bringing folks into our podcast just to, you know, kind of cross-exposed to audience and that type of thing. And, and in my efforts to do that, I came across this young lady and we, we're not going to mention names for privacy's sake, but uh, I came across this young lady and uh, just really uh, impressed by the work that she's doing. She's very much in the same boat that you and I find ourselves where we have a corporate gig right. and we have these dreams and hopes of moving into something that is our own. And so she's very much in the, in that same situation. And so as you know, she and I talked about being uh, doing more collaboration with each other's podcasts and things like that. It just came to mind that, hey, this might be a really, really good candidate to be a part of our mastermind group. So I mentioned that to her. And then I know uh, you and her connected as well and had some conversations. And so I know our plan is to go back and, and to kind of pursue that and, and see if she definitely wants to become a, a third member of the mastermind group. And, and if she does, I'm super excited about that. Uh, because, you know, we just got finished talking about uh, mentors and the importance of those and, and so forth. And and that's es- essentially what we have here in a mastermind group. It's really a, a mentoring relationship on steroids in that you got more than one person listening in. And, and, and all those attributes that you talked about, about commitment to the success of all the other members and and just pouring our, ourselves and our hearts into each other and, and seeing the other people succeed. Uh, I'm excited to add a third to that because I, I know what you and I have in this uh, mastermind relationship has helped me tremendously. And I'm looking for it to be multiplied as we add people to it. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to, to follow up with her and, and have her be a part of the, the mastermind. Certainly I would, I would recommend mastermind groups to our audience. Absolutely. So spoiler alert, if this person is listening to this episode before we actually make contact again, um, we are intending to invite her in to our group and, um, and we'll be figuring this out together, the three of us. So I'm looking forward to that possibility. And if you're, if you're a person who is interested in deepening your relationships and whatever 
you know, industry that you might, you might be in, think about a mastermind group. It is, it is a way to get outside of your normal circle of folks that you interact with on a daily basis, because we work with people every day. We have our typical circle of folks that we talk with on a regular basis. And sometimes it's hard to get, uh, the, the right feedback, the right level of discussion going just for a lot of reasons, a lot of just life reasons and, and proximity reasons. So Michael being in Atlanta and me being in Phoenix and us not knowing each other, but learning about each other along this journey, a mastermind group really is a way for people that are like-minded in the same space, desiring to get to similar places that can build trust over time, have a confidential relationship in a mastermind setting that we can share uh, details about our struggles and our lives and things we're thinking about and not be worried about that becoming public knowledge. I would recommend that because it, it is a great way to to really achieve the things you want out of life, both professionally and personally. So I'd highly recommend you do that. And if you're in a leadership space or or in a similar niche after listening to our episodes, you can always reach out to us as well. You can contact us at uh, the Leaderpreneur Show and hit us up. Uh, our emails are in the are in the show notes and you can hit us up at the, the top on our links as well. And, and we'd be happy to speak with you about joining our group if you're the right fit or right. if you're just interested in learning more about masterminds in general, we'd be happy to hop on a phone call with you and maybe walk walk through that with you as well. Yeah, we can definitely coach you on how to get that started as well. Yeah, because we've learned learned through the process. Uh, that's, yes. you know, there's no magic here. It's just learning and reading and studying up on it and then practicing, practicing it over a period of months and refining how we do it. Yes. No, so great, great conversation today, Michael. I uh, really enjoyed the mentor topic and I'm looking forward to, you know, what's coming in the future week. So why don't you take us out today? Well, so let me give you guys some uh, calls to action here. So obviously we talked about uh, the importance of mentors and who to identify and how to go get them. So, uh, you know, you, Stephen and I, as your virtual mentor in this session and take the advice we're giving you, go and find a mentor. It will bring incredible value to your life and to your, you know, your venture and whatever that is. So go and find a mentor. Stephen's mentioned it a couple of times, but it's my opportunity now to say it. You've got to subscribe to the podcast. So head over to leaderpreneurshow.com and subscribe to the podcast so that you are ensured you receive every single episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you don't mind and share it with everyone that you know that might just enjoy hearing Stephen and I bounce back and forth uh, with conversations on leadership and businesses. So share the, the uh, episode or the podcast with all your family and family. Until we speak to you again next week, with where we'll speak to you with number 11 of the podcast. Be blessed and lead well. <laughs>